I'm Cathy Van Royen from Chatty Cathy. The world has changed since I've started these podcasts. Normal looks different. And it sounds different. Now more than ever, stories are waiting to be told. And I'm here to share them with you. Peter Darrell is a successful businessman, mentor, athlete, with 50 years of extraordinary running, he has many stories to share. He's passionate about helping others, and now, in this time of uncertainty, he poses the challenge, why live by default when you can live by design? Another week on another podcast. Welcome, Peter. How are you doing today? Kathy, wonderful, wonderful to chat again. Particularly after what should have been an interesting uh, running weekend. Yeah. Uh, the weekend started on Friday night with the Washi, uh, which is a hundred miler. Uh, historically, it's been run between East London and Port Alfred, uh, yeah. but because of roadworks, and I'm not sure whether it was this year or last year. They moved it up to Cathcart, uh, which is on the main road between East London and Queenstown Stroke, Bloemfontein, on to Joburg. And uh, it's run from Cathcart. So theoretically, it's a, a downhill race. Yeah. But we all know what a theoretical downhill races are like when one runs Conrad's. Yes. And... Uh, I know that on, on that one, there will be a fair share of quite steep uphills. But what became the big thing this weekend was people running running a virtual washi. And uh, we were talking about it last night in preparation for today. And just saying that the, the virtual comrades was such a success that folk who never get an opportunity of running a comrades, or, or probably more important from a comrades point of view with people who have, who have run comrades over the years, it just gave them an opportunity to, to relive some of the memories. Yeah. But I think with the washi being 100 miles, uh, it's not a case of the average runner can, can do that. And uh, so I think there were a lot of people who really appreciated being able to associate themselves with with the washi. Yeah. I know I, I was disappointed that I couldn't participate. Uh, I would I really would love to have done a, a 10 miler washi and uh, just to be just to be part of it because yeah. I think it's such an amazing amazing How many race. times have you done the washi? I think you've done it. Oh, that's, 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 that's a question I always ask. And I always say, don't ask me how many times I've done it. <laughs> ask me what my time was. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I sort of talk about quality versus quantity. And, so you've obviously uh, just done it once. <laughs> I've, only, I've only done it once. Um, and I, I vowed I would, I would never do it a second time unless I could improve on my on my first time um, I was lucky that um, that I was a, I was a member of Buffs so I was on the organizing committee and so I knew it from the inside out and uh, on my first year I just officiated 
at the event taking times at something like the quarter quarter mark 25 miles and i might have had to do something else and then i was and then i was the i was the, the mic at the end of the race so okay. i sought all from that then on on another occasion i actually seconded a guy and uh, he was he was a guy who was leading or up front uh, for for a long way and i watched him die on our hands over the last um, 25 miles and it was really hard to see somebody going through that where they yeah. passed being totally exhausted and and then i had my one and my one and only and uh, I, I had it fairly well planned and i broke it down into sets of, of a marathon at a time I did yeah. have I did have one mishap. In those days, it was run from Port Alfred to East London, okay. and you ran eight k's towards uh, Port Elizabeth, starting out from Port Alfred, then turned around and and ran back. But it okay. was probably only seven and a half k's out, and my seconds were waiting at the eight k mark, and I never pitched up. And it was only a lot later that they suddenly realised that. Uh, they hadn't seen me, so we had a little hiccup at the start, but okay. it all went well. And uh, I, I ran three marathons. I don't have the figures in front of me now, which were at a respectable time uh, of around about three and a half hours. And Gosh. at the end of each marathon, I would stop and uh, have something to eat and a, and a proper rest, and then get yeah. on and do it. But after the three marathons, I cooled down and uh -huh. they suggested that I start my fourth marathon, uh, which wasn't the full marathon, wearing a tra tracksuit trousers. Okay. And I said, no, no, I'll be warm quickly. And I didn't. And I, I struggled to get going. And I, I sort of, I was lying fifth at that stage. And... Uh, over the next couple of miles, I sort of went back to, to eighth before I, I thawed out. So I always had this thing that uh, I wanted to go back to, to make up for that mistake and uh, to see if I could improve it. But uh, again, it's right in the middle of winter and when you live on the high field, you have an opportunity of, of, of picking up flu and uh, um, I had that, and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. So, so I only have the one. Only have the one to my credit, and uh, I'm quite proud Thank of that you. one. But it's so what was your time? Did, did you say that? Sorry, what was your time? I, I did six, 16, 16 hours and a bit. Yeah, my actual uh, running time was just over sixteen hours, and okay. uh, and then I had about forty minutes of uh, relaxing between the marathons. Yes. And I was able to run past run past the airport. I'll never forget it. And uh, running running there at four and a half minutes a k, and uh, feeling as fit as a fiddle. So four and a half minutes a k. Four and a half minutes a k. Mm. <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. Um, so, so to all of those I, that participated and, and did their bit, well done. But I I'm very thrilled that the washi got 
the publicity that it that it deserves and, and well done to the guys of the buffs and uh, you know what they say about the buffs once a buff always a buff and i'm quite <laughs> proud of that although as i look around my study i don't have too many things around my study to prove that i am a buff you've been an rec uh, member for how long now uh, it, it was it, it would have been an interesting weekend um, on, on Saturday morning in Pretoria, there was the Haasfontein icebreaker. And Kathy, okay. it really is an icebreaker. I sort of think mm. back onto my occasions there. It starts at six o'clock or something, and it's freezing in those suburbs of Pretoria. You also run up some nasty mountains. And uh, so I, I wasn't too sorry not to, uh, not to be running that way. But uh, it was also also the weekend of the, of the halls ten stroke twenty one. Now halls are the big orange estate down Nelspruit Way, and okay. this halls run has been on the calendar for for many years. It it starts at the, at the halls roadside stop, and. Mm -hmm. um, and it's run there and run through the plantation. Okay. When we first ran it, it was a 10 stroke, it might even have been, it might have been a funny distance, uh, like 12 k's or something, plus a 32 k race. And okay. uh, so in those days, uh, folk would say, oh, well, for 32 k's, I'm prepared to go down to the, the low felt. But now as a 1021, not quite the same thing, but it's still a, a very well organized event. Organized by the other big club in Nelspreit, Lofeld uh, Country Club, as opposed to the Nelspreit Marathon Club. And uh, it's a race that I can really recommend. Um, uh, you do, it, it, it's now, they also have the park run starting from the same venue and um, it's very similar to to part of the route of the of the 10k so we used to do it and we did it for many years and we'd always combine it with a trip to the kruger park and it's a lovely way to get down spend friday night in nelspray run the race and then shoot into the kruger park for the Saturday night and maybe sometimes the, the Sunday night as well. A great way of doing it. And, uh, so would you have been going this weekend had lockdown not happened? That's what I, that's what I would have been seriously talking of, of doing. Uh, okay. Although looking at the calendar, I also see, it, see another event next weekend, which was the Lagorti uh, White River 1021. So we would start off quite early in the year and we would sort of pick on these two races and then put together a party to go down to the low felt. And depending which was more suited, either the halls or the White River Run. Uh, again, the White River Run was a tough one, run through the forests, but again, different. It beats running all running around Hosford today. Yeah. And then of course, the other big run over the weekend was the Nisner Forest. Again, a 21.42. And I think one of true iconic marathons in South Africa. Um, 
it start you, you actually start the race in the middle of the forest uh, they they taxi you and i was going to say they bust you out from the finish uh, but they yeah. load you into taxis take you out to the start and you huddle around fires and it's quite amazing how they get four thousand four and a half thousand people uh, out into the forest for that run uh, but it's freezing at the start it's also one of those runs you talk to people and everybody tells you that they're going to run the Neisner marathon yeah but when you check the results the field is limited to 4,000 and it's oversubscribed every year yeah but of the 4,000 only 800 run the marathon so needless to say because <laughs> you don't let on to anybody else and you've done the <laughs> marathon or the half marathon well i i discovered it the hard way i went down to run the marathon okay and, and then discovered that all my mates from around the country who told me they were going down to run the marathon were only running the half marathon <laughs> and uh, they were looking nice and fresh at the finish when I was totally exhausted from the marathon. Okay. Uh, I subsequently went down and, and ran it just as a half marathon. And uh, yeah, it's an event, it's, it's just, it's happening. It's, it's one of those where there's a great, a great festival and you get caught up mm -hmm. with the oysters and the like. So I think it's one of those that is a, a must run race on anybody's, uh, anybody's calendar. Good, good. And then Sunday, was the local race would have been the, the Northgate 10K race, which uh, oh, yeah. my memory serves me correctly, Kathy, you and I did together last year. I yeah, think well, you did, no, no, you did the 10, I only did the 5. I was coming back from a very long time off the road, so I didn't even use my race number at that race last year. <laughs> But but it was, it's a lovely event, isn't it? And uh, just just nice to see to see the folk and uh, sort of it's saying, nice. well, okay, we've we've done comrades. It's now time to start the yeah. new year. And, uh, but it's also like a good back. race, you know. It's a good way to analyze your recovery after comrades. And everybody's always talking yes. about their race, and you know, so that that is well, quite a nice, um, like an aches and pains race, if that makes sense. It is, yes. I had lots of things I could say about it, but maybe we'll save that for next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's super, Peter. So it's actually quite a, a busy running weekend we've missed thanks to this um, lockdown period. But um, hopefully the, the races come back next year with a vengeance and we can start oh, chatting. Yeah, it's hoping, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know the Oslo marathon was cancelled and there's, you know, there's talk of other marathons being cancelled, but you know, nobody really knows. So I think by this time next year, hopefully the, we would have had a better clarity of the way forward. Yes. Yeah. Super. Well, thank you very much. And we'll chat next okay, week. Okay. Lovely to chat. Eh?